Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Oh no, my AC is a 14. <laughs> so a 14 to hit. Hits you. It's oh. exactly on the money. Oh, sorry. I thought they canceled out if they were equal. Nope. All right. So 16 more damage. That'll put you at um, zero. Uh huh. Okay. Um, uh, he will then use his move to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and get right in front of Glubjack. Mortlock's turn. He's no longer surprised. Glubjack's turn. He's no longer surprised. Uh, then finally, race your turn again. Need a death saving throw. Oh, I clicked the twist. All right. Same. So that is Same one result. passed. That's good. Okay. You're not. You're still dying, but you're closer to recovering. Less yeah. Okay. Uh, Coslo, your turn. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see what I can do with this fucker. Uh... Ooh, intense okay. battle music is what I'm imagining. 10. 25. 30. 35. I honestly can't believe how ridiculous these ball cultists are. The vulnerability to piercing thing. Oh my god. It's just nuts. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Shouldn't be legal. It's going to take me a lot of time to get through these two spaces. I can't see race from where I am. Uh, Great White Spark has uh, has, has uh, mentioned something. I've noticed a huge deficit of inspiration recently. How many of you guys actually have inspiration? I do. Uh, I, I used nope. mine a while ago. Nobody has inspiration? I do. Uh, except for you? Um, mm-hmm. I'll give inspiration out to the rest of you guys because I'm sure you guys have done something worthy of it recently. And you're probably going to need it against this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to go back around the outside okay. um, to go in the other door because I can't get through those two big guys anyway. And while I'm out there, I am casting bark skin and I am turning into a brown bear. Okay. Oh, shit, a brown bear. Those guys are large? Yes, they are. Large and in charge. Oh, yeah. All right. Let me get you your brown bear, buddy. Here we go. Layer, token layer. There you go. You see him? I I do. Woohoo! So if you want to move my other guy, then I'll put him there. Yeah, I'm just going to hide hide your other guy there. Go. Okay. All right, and I'll... Uh... Hey, Race, how much damage did he do with you to you on an attack? Um, the It was 14, and I think the first one was, like, 18? That, I don't fucking... Was... I wasn't paying it. <laughs> I got it. Oh, look, the first one took 14. I know that because I went from 18 to 4. And then the mm. second one just finished me off. 
can, but, all right. You can see it in the in the the roll log. I did seven oh. with the first attack oh, yeah. and eight with the second, but they're doubled because of right. vulnerability. No problem. Let's do it. Hate <laughs> man. Mr. Wombo uh, is justifying the inspiration I gave you guys. Uh, Dion, you got it because you rolled two natural 20s to convert, convince Mortlock to go in first. Uh, Jason, you drank Worcestershire sauce, so that's, ah. that's inspiration right there. And Brad <laughs> hasn't disconnected from the call in like 10 minutes, so. Woo! There you go! <laughs> yeah. Those are all great reasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's meta inspiration. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm done with my turn. Done with your turn? Okay. That means that it is... Me? Uh, uh yeah, Dababi's turn. All right. To go again before he goes. So, what's the deal with the... First, I have a couple of questions. Um, is there a door that, that is not open to my left in this room? No. You can You can. It's get open. Through. Yeah. And then there's just the curtain and stuff like that. All right. So, if yeah. I run through here... Uh, um, where uh, I just want to make sure I can get into the room and use magic missile. So I'm trying to figure out if I should go through the door or go back around towards Kozlo. Don't you just so, have to be able to see him to use it? Like, yeah, you don't yeah. have to be in the room, do you? I, I would say that uh, Glubjeg is probably holding the curtain open because he was about to go through the curtain when this all went down. So as okay. long as you get somewhere in that room to your north, you should be able to magic missile him. Can, as a bonus action, can I scan this room just to see if there was actually anything useful just off the top of my, you know, head? Uh, I'll just give that to you. You, Everything that you see is in crates. So, so these crates no could be tell. full of useful things, yeah. You know where I bet something useful was, was in that major treasure room. Would have been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> That's some salty bugbears up in here. Because I'm probably going to die this turn without doing anything. I mean, dying is a strong, strong word. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Dababi, you're casting Magic Missile? Yeah, as long as I can see him, I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Yep, you can see him. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's see if it does anything. So, uh, Yeah. He's got to nothing. You just, just roll. It just does damage. Yeah, one d four plus one, uh, three times. Yep. Cool. Yeah, magic missile, classic. Can't miss. Uh, very reliable. Should be in every wizard or I guess artificer's playbook. Oh, there's some ones. Okay, so it actually should be 3d4 plus 3, so we're going to add 2 on top of that. So you did 8 damage as the 3 arcane bolts of force strike Vaz in various parts of his body. Ooh, so it was does it do anything? Does it seem to do anything? It does. It does damage. Yep. Great. Whatever his ability to resist the damage uh, from the attacks is, uh, it, it couldn't work on magic missile for some reason. Which is force damage. Which, if I survive this round, he's going to get some more of that company. Yep. Okay. Uh, speaking of surviving the round, it is now Vaz's turn. Uh, he will use Stunning Gaze um, on 
Uh, Glubjack. Now you have those extra oh. temp hit points, right? So that'll be nice. He's not really pissed at the guy behind me. Uh. Oh, you think he's gonna go for Mortlock first? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, well, yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be more fun. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you've convinced me. Uh, he thinks you're too easy of, of prey. He, maybe he's more concerned about Mortlock. Um, so he's going to use his stunning gaze on Mortlock. So, saving throw for him. I should make it so that you guys can see his rolls too. Real quick here. Never whisper, you son of a It'd bitch. It'd be funny if that actually ended up working out to his advantage. Yeah, wouldn't it? He gets a natural, not a natural 20, but he gets a, a 20, and uh, he resists the stunning gaze. Uh, then, a couple of stabs from Vaz. Let's go. A 10 is a miss. A 24 is a hit. All right, so this second dagger stab uh, sinks deep into Mortlock's shoulder. Luckily, Mortlock is a fucking beast, so 12 damage doesn't really affect his health bar that much. And you guys healed them some pretty well, so nice. Uh, that's it for Vaz's turn. Now it's Mortlock. Uh, look, I'm playing D&D with myself. Isn't this fun? <laughs> uh, it feels so safe to, for us, anyway. I've been in hours, like. Oh, oh, cool. All right, so he swings his great club twice. First one is a, uh, what the fuck? Oh, what happened? Did it actually roll it? Didn't seem to roll it. No. Okay. Yeah, it just did. It just did. Okay. So the first attack is a miss with a 10, unfortunately. Second attack is a 24. Wow. Yes. All right. And this deals 10 bludgeoning damage, except... He's gonna doesn't. Yep. Does except it doesn't. Except it doesn't. Yep. It deals ten damage until it doesn't. <sighs> Club Jag, your turn. All right. Uh, I am going to uh, first of all, I'm going to use my prime. Uh, pr I'm going to use my planar warrior. Uh, at, at, uh, ability as a bonus action uh one creature within 30 feet that i can see mm -hmm. uh my attacks against him ignore its damage resistances and the next time i hit it uh it takes an additional 1d6 force damage all of my attacks uh, act as force damage nice okay um and i will attack him Okay. You're charging up your Kamehameha. That's right. Magic damage? Yeah, force damage, bro. Oh, you're right, 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 right. <gasps> nice! All right. <laughs> Was this yeah. supposed to be with your longbow? Yes. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... I don't have those. I remember I don't, uh, I don't get any minuses because... Uh, oh, I, yeah. Fighting style. 
Thanks. Yeah, I actually forget about that all the time. You don't have any penalty to firing in melee because of your fighting style? Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, you uh, you shoot him right in the face with that longbow, dealing nine force damage plus an additional d6. So you're going to roll that. What was the additional bonus on that? Um, uh, I'm going to just read off. So immediately after the creature rolls, the uh, bardic inspiration die adds to the attack roll. The creature can expend the note to create a burst of sound. Each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a constitution saving throw against your spell save DC or take thunder damage equal to the number rolled on the bardic inspiration die. Okay. All right. So he's got to make a con save or take four. Well, that's only if Brad uses his inspiration die, his bardic inspiration die, on this attack roll, which he didn't have to because he rolled a 20. Although he could still spend it. But the thing is, it's each creature within five feet of him would also have to make the same save. Oh, so it would hit, Lord. yeah, it would hit Glovejag and um, Mortlock. So, but I mean, maybe it's up to you, man, if you want to do that. Brad. Uh, explain what's happening again. So Dion gave you an inspiration die, which you can use to right. add a d6 to an attack roll if you miss. Right. Um, but in addition, right. when you spend that die to add it to your attack roll, it also kind of explodes with damage that damages the person you hit and everyone within five feet of them. probably going to pass on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, save it for when you actually miss and you potentially could hit with that extra yes. d6. Okay, uh, race. Your turn. Uh, need a death saving throw. Death saving! We're coming back, baby! Oh. Okay. One fail. One pass. Oh. I think the only person that can heal you is Brad at this point. Uh, my... Okay, switched off. Or wait, do you? Ha no, you don't have a potion. You you were. I gave my potion to the big fella. Well, we still got time, right? If once he gets to three on one of those, that it's final. Yeah. Okay. Um, if he gets three passes, then he stabilizes. If he gets three fails, then he dies. A okay. natural Good. one counts as two fails. A natural twenty, though, you regain a hit point, and then you can take your turn, which is amazing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Plus he's a halfling, so if you want, he rerolls. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, that's amazing. I didn't even think so about that. So we got like one, at least one more roll. I mean, if he rolls two ones in a row, he's dead. But then... what are the odds of that happening? Rolling two. No. <laughs> Don't say that. stuff like that. Never I've already that. been cursed out for for cursing the dice. So I don't, I don't you know. I don't believe. Come on. Okay. All right, let's get him. I'm getting. It's tense. I can't handle it. <laughs> oh, uh, Seven Francis asked if, if if Mortlock is the DM's character. Uh, no, he's an NPC. He's a they ju he's an important NPC for this story. They just ran into him. I don't like playing DM NPCs, but all right. Uh, yeah, next is is Kozlo's turn. What are you doing, Mister Bear? Okay, I'm gonna go five, ten, twenty, oh, twenty-five. Oh. Right there. Mr. Bear. There you Mr. go. Mr. Bear. Okay. <laughs> no, I have I mean, the guy's got to be a little bit kind of like surprised when he looks over okay. to his left. <laughs> a little bit. I'm, uh, 
I'm slightly concerned that my oh, attacks will damage you. But I just saw I... your token for the first time. <laughs> 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 okay. It's giant Coslo. Yeah. Okay, so... I get two melee attacks, plus five to hit on each. Nice. So I will roll the first one is going to be a bite. And then the next one is going to be claw. Whatever that is, plus five. Nope. And the uh, claws. Oh, shit. We got a critical fail. Do you have your Worcestershire still? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> Did you learn that face from your son, Odin? No. He learned it from me. His <laughs> daddy's doing shots with Worcestershire in it. Oh god. Uh, oh man. I, I don't know if putting more Worcestershire in is better or worse. <laughs> and uh That's a good question. That was from Risky Ris, Risk Business. Thanks, um, Risky Business. Yeah, as per the accord the Risky Business Accord, you are you have to drink your shot because of your critical fail. Uh, Nasty. Yep. Uh hold on. Oh, I don't even have a fucking chaser left. <gasps> I've had almost that exact reaction to drinking horrible shots in the past. Uh, Jason, are you doing anything else with your turn? You can just shake your head if it's no, not if it's yes. <laughs> All right. To Bobby, your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to, to, on my turn, I'm going to let you know, Emery, that uh, Mr. Strathelm say, says a good shot for Emery. I wish I could have come across such a good DM, I might have played more actual D&D &D and not just video game versions. Oh, jeez, man. that's That means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Strathholm. And there are great DMs out there. Uh, there are probably a ton of them online right now looking for players and other players looking for DMs. But uh, I appreciate that, Mr. Strathholm. Thank you. Oh, and okay. I'll, I'll, kill, I'll kill Dion here in a second for you, too. <laughs> Just to prove what a great DM he is. It might be our Krillin moment. Who knows? Maybe this is how it has to go out. All right. So it's basically not possible for me to get within melee range of him at this point. Correct. God damn it. Guys, how can I stop him from... How can I make him only attack me if you won't let me get close to him? Oh, <laughs> uh, greedy, greedy. Well, somebody will die and then I'll be able to move in. Um, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do another magic missile. Okay, well, it's guaranteed damage. It's never a bad choice. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not a bad choice, but I was, I was hoping to take all of the damage away from everybody else, but I guess that ain't going to be an option. That's kind of what I'm hoping with being a bear. That's true. Yeah. Maybe your bear. I'm hoping that he's going to attack me, but not entirely kill me. And then I can revert back at some point and go and ca and just not not even leave. Just cast Healing Word on Race if I need to. Oh, yeah. That would be good. 
Alright, yeah. there you go. 12 points of damage, fucker. Nice. Okay, 12 points of damage. Magic missile. Oh, Do not wow. fuck with the ma the wrench. Do not fuck with the wrench. Pee oh, in the oh, mouth of the evil. Pee in the mouth of evil with the gorgeous <laughs> Phoenix crew. <laughs> All right, Aaron. I'm gonna give you the final uh, shot because I like that uh, insult. That was in character. Yes. Wait, I get a good one then. Yeah, you get a good one. Woo! <laughs> and we're uh, out of those shots to give. Um. Okay, uh, Debobby, you fire some more magic missiles. They seem to be striking true. Uh, Vaz is getting close to being halfway dead. Halfway dead. Pretty close. Ooh. Holy shit, guys! Um. So it is his turn now. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at his stats here to figure out what he'll do. He's got an intelligence of 14. I like to see that. Uh, wisdom of 13. Um, Cheers, Risky. All right. Who would he attack? I'm feeling like he would use his stun on someone and then attack a different person uh, to try and no longer be outnumbered. So the smart thing to do would be to stun someone who might be susceptible to it and then uh, attack someone who has low AC. Uh, so a bear has low AC, obviously. Got no armor. Those, those rats that are running around the storm have really low AC. Okay, you're, you're not helping. You're also susceptible to stun. A <laughs> uh, bear also could be susceptible to stun. He doesn't know that you're a druid because he actually didn't see you at all. Um, so I'm about 50-50 on whether he would attack you or try to stun you. Um, if he knew you were a druid, he wouldn't tr try to use stunning gaze on you because it's a wisdom thing, you know? Right, and I don't know if he can um, see that I have bark skin going. No, he can't. He can't see either of those things. So he thinks you're a good target for either one of those. Um, yeah, let's bring it. Bring it, you no-face fucker. All right, uh, I'm going to roll 50-50. 50-50, uh, he'll attack you um, or he'll try to stun you. Uh, so, let's see. Odds he'll attack you. Even. All right, he's going to try to stun you. So, he turns and looks at the bear, and the bear needs to make a wisdom save. Okay, now the bear's wisdom is different than Kozlo's. No, uh, you use your mental oh, right. stats. Right, okay, so I get a plus five. Um... Oh, my you feel good about this? Because don't forget, we all have inspiration. No, I'm good on a plus five wisdom saving throw. All right, then. Hey, you got it. Hey. All right, no stunning for you. Uh, he's very surprised by that. Um, and he's like, guys. all right, well, um, if that didn't work, uh, now who is he going to attack? Uh... The one who looks the most damaged is still Mortlock. So I think he's going to keep trying to kill Mortlock. Because if he can knock yeah. him down, then that's one less combatant in the fight. All right. Here goes the two daggers. Ah! Oh, no! A natural one! Oh, I'm so oh. glad that I gave that final shot away. Otherwise, I would have to take a bad shot. Oh, you would have to take it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's a miss on Mortlock. And another natural one! Oh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, right. I knew the dice had to roll oh. ones eventually. Oh, this guy's supposed to be a boss. He's supposed to be hard. Oh. 
Hell yeah. Uh, all right. More lobster. Hey, we deserve this. We fucking deserve a vacation of a battle. <laughs> Otherwise, if he had advantage on these, he would have gotten a 20 and a 25. That's true. Oh, God. <laughs> That's true. If you had failed that save, man, and he had attacked you for some reason, yeah. Don't right. forget. What are, yeah, the Bobby fallacy is real. That's what I'm saying. There the had to be ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, swing in the great club twice. First one is a 16. That is a hit for eight bludgeoning damage. Now, um, for some reason, it actually does damage this time. Second attack. Lord, did damage? Ooh, we must have done something to him. Oh, it's a 20. A 20 to hit. That's another 10 damage. <laughs> Almost had a natural. <laughs> so it seems like whatever was preventing him from taking damage has stopped working, or he can only do yeah. it a certain amount of times. You're not really sure. Maybe it's when he's low on I'm not. I'm not really sure I care either. <laughs> Glubjag, your turn. All right, so um, my planar warrior says it lasts a turn. Sure. So that should still be in effect, right? Uh, no, it, it goes away um, before your next turn, I'm pretty sure. Let, let's, uh, where is it from? Is it, but isn't that a round? Uh, let me just take a look at it. Where, where's it from? Um, what is uh, the ability? It's, uh, it's, um, the, the, uh, it's from a regular ranger in the Unearthed Arcana version. Oh, I see. So it's from... By the way, Great White Spark says, I think race was the good luck charm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree. I'm like yeah. a rabbit. You got to cut off one of my feet when I die, guys, and carry it with you. So. Well, it was you just wandering in and, like, totally calling oh. him on his surprise attack that, like, you know, got us to no, this I'm position. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I was using the Planar Warrior ability from Horizon Walker. Oh, okay. That's what, that's what she said. Oh, well, what a god dang sweetheart. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad my stupidity can be used for positivity. That's all I ever want. That's why I tell jokes. Yeah, so it uh, says the next time you hit a creature on this turn with a weapon attack, all damage dealt by the attack becomes force damage. So it has to be on the turn that you use it. Um, okay, but is is there a whole is there a difference now between rounds and turns? Yes. Yeah. Is it not like it used to be? The round is the whole entire uh, everyone's turn within an initiative, but then your turn is only when it is your initiative, and then you take your actions. So, okay. Planar Warrior only affects attacks that happen during your turn. Uh, Got it. So, actually, so you couldn't use Planar Warrior and then ready an attack because any readied attacks happen outside of your turn. So, they wouldn't benefit from Planar Warrior. All right, whose turn is it? Glubjag's mine. Oh, right. Glubjag's. Uh, as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. And I'm going to move over here without uh, provoking an attack of opportunity. Nice. Sweet. Get out of the way. I love it. Uh, and then I will uh, shoot with Kuragul. Okay. There will be cover provided because there is a large bear in the way of Vaz. Oh, that's... Oh, I thought that... I thought that was him. All right. Uh, how much cover? 
Uh, plus four to his ace. No. Um, hold on. Let's let's see. Uh, cover five e. Um, Can he just move like one square away, and not have cover? I, I ignore I ignore everything except full cover. Oh, you do? Because Shh. of my close quarter shooter oh, fighting yeah. style. Holy crap! So you ignore everything but uh, full, and you don't have uh, disadvantage when you shoot in melee. That's Correct. that is a great fighting style. All right, well then you ignore the cover. You just call him Legolas Greg Rom. All right, with my Zephyr strike, I shall strike at the strike strike. Sounds reasonable. Oh wait, why am I rolling that? Okay, so you got a fourteen to hit. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, once before the spell ends, I can uh, give myself advantage on one weapon attack roll. Oh, okay. Were you planning on were you planning on using that? Yes. Okay. Uh, sure. So take the twenty four instead. That's a hit. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's like well the regular damage is there, mm -hmm. but also I get an additional one d eight force damage from Zephyr Strike. Nice. Oh, only one, but every little bit counts. Seven more damage on this son of a bitch, and he's not looking good. God, he's so close. I don't know if I'm going to have another turn. Uh, race. Death saving throw. You got this. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, race is my back. God. That's right. Oh man! That is awesome. All of I your, all of your good luck was waiting for this one final fight, guys. Holy shit! <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so Dion, that means that you heal a hit point at the beginning of your turn. You wake up, gasp as long fills your airs, and something has caused you to regain consciousness, and you can take your whole turn, buddy. I'm about to talk. All right, listen. I look around and I see my, my homies have saved my ass once again, and I realized I gotta do one thing. And in this moment, I look at this hater. This knockoff ass ghost riding, he can never be! Call, I'm casting sleep. All right, roll your 5d8. Is that current hit points? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I want to pee on him before he does. I'm, yeah. yeah, be in the mouth of evil. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Oh, man. Get the part of my ass! <laughs> can, we, can we get in the rise chicken? Oh. <laughs> oh. My God. All right. 23, it looks like you rolled 5d8 plus three, so it's actually 20, but 20 oh, is right. enough. And Vaz ah. just falls asleep in the middle of the fight. <laughs> just drops his dagger, <laughs> kind of falls face forward and just like sticking his butt up in the air is just like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Race just fucking woke up. You just woke up from being annihilated by this guy. You were yeah. just like, fuck Boom. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's not even groggy. Uh, uh, okay. Hey, do you think we 
Do we want to get any information out of this guy? I'll leave that up to you. Uh, he's the leader of a group of cultists, right? He might have to know something. What do you think? Just know that it only lasts for a minute. So you have a minute to make your decision. Oh, oh well, my decision is I'm going to run over there and pee on him. <laughs> and this, the second race is done peeing on him, I'm going to rip him apart. Well, no, wait a second. I'm going to pee on him at the same time. All right, y'all pee on him and then let the yeah. bear at him. Okay, but only for 30 wait, seconds. And then we give you the final 30 seconds to tear him apart. I'm going to vomit on him. Jeez, guys. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. So you guys, uh, you know, all simultaneously, Mortlock is going to pinch his nose and get out of the way. So you guys can do that. Excellent. Uh, Costello, you might have to move your giant bear butt for a little bit while race gets in there. Now pee on him as a bear too. Why not? I mean, Costello in the mouth of evil thing, but after I feel like a part of Use your anal muscle. So clearly that is the motto of team, what, Phoenix uh, something? The gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. The gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, whose motto is pee in the face of evil. Yes. Right. All right. Pee on the face of evil. Love it. (laughs) All right. So you each take about 30 seconds, give or take a few seconds to pee in the face of evil. Yeah. Uh, and then, Coslo, you rip him apart? Yes, I attack him as a bear would. All right, make your attack with advantage. <laughs> Just to be specific, my motto is pee in, pee in the mouth of evil, but if we want our group motto to be pee on the face of evil, I'm fine with that. Right, okay. That's fine. So my I got a motto, motto is projectile vomit. Can't, okay. <laughs> All right, nobody can hear you, Jason, but you hit. I, okay, uh, so that's the bite. Yep, yep. So uh, roll the damage. Sure. You automatically crit because he's unconscious. Okay, so I got a 1d8 plus 4 on that. 1d8. So 6, that's 12, plus 4 is 16. Oh, no, you uh, you actually roll, when you crit in 5th edition, you actually roll your dice twice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't do that on my crit. Oh well. Hold on. What did that? What was that? One D eight. Yep. So just no. roll another D eight. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. For one more day. Hold on. He's had he's had a lot of Worcestershire sauce to drink. Give him a second. <laughs> it's going to his head. Oh, I got <laughs> eight. All right. Uh, plus the four. All right. So fourteen. Uh, or sorry, twelve damage. Oh, that's yep. not he's not dead god damn it uh that's plus plus three not plus yeah plus no that's plus four and then 2d6 plus four slashing so i gotta make this claw attack roll mm-hmm. plus five with advantage that's a hit let me see if i crit him nope uh but that's okay so this is 2d6 and that'll do it all right oh! Vaz is dead uh-huh. Ripped apart by a bear. <laughs> Does his skull explode? Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, his, excellent. His skull explodes. His we'll teeth go flying. Any chance of de- dental records identifying who he was? <laughs> totally gone. 
Nice yes. work, everybody. You have defeated the cult of the dead three. Their leadership is dead. <sighs> wow. And nobody died despite all of the insanity. You guys also nobody died. In fact, one of us came back to life. <laughs> the fucking day. I think I think at least three times someone had uh, failed a death roll twice. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's how that's how close we got. Yeah. Two failed death saving throws happened multiple times for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, good work, everybody. Well, yeah, it was awesome. As the dust settles and uh, the, the the pee dribbles um, <laughs> off the ends of your dicks. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's what I really like. <laughs> you guys, uh, uh, well, Mortlock um, breathes a sigh of relief and says, "Thank you, thank you, lads. This uh, this has really really helped me out. If it weren't for you, I would certainly be dead." I owe you my life. Can we call on you in the future? Now I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Honestly, I, right. my family tried to kill me this time, and uh, as soon as they find out they failed, they're going to keep doing it, so I'm gone. Well, tell me to get Best of luck. Is there information you can part us with or riches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. Just because I got to go into hiding, uh, it seems like you guys are pretty uh, capable of handling yourselves. Um, I personally think that you should go after me brothers next. I got two of them. One of them, his name is Thirstwell. He, uh, he runs, um, oh, sorry, actually, go after Amrick. Amrick first. Uh, he runs hey. a money lending business out of a tavern called the Low Lantern. It's, uh, it's out by the docks. Maybe you've been there. Um, but anyways, he probably knows something about what my mom's been up to. Uh, track him down, beat the piss out of him, do whatever you gotta do. Maybe, uh, cut off one of his fingers for me. Do you care if he lives or dies? I don't give a shit. All right. Um, then my oldest brother, Thirstwell, uh, he is kind of a mama's boy. He's probably, uh, he's probably at the, uh, the estate, my old family estate. He's kind of sickly. He's one of them sort of like shrimpy wimp boys. Um, but he's very clever and cunning. He, uh, he uses imps as spies. In fact, I am almost certain that he probably saw you via one of his imps coming into this place. <laughs> wait, That's wait. awesome. A shrimpy wimp boy who uses imps? Yeah. Ballers. <laughs> An impy shrimpy wimp boy. <laughs> Yes. I suppose that's one way of putting it. Yes. Is he also a gimp? A gimpy, impy, <laughs> shrimpy wimp. Yes. Uh, uh, as far as having to take them down power-wise, are they close to strength as you are? Or are they similar to Vaz? I'm way Just stronger than them. I'm way stronger. They're more, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. They, they, they more use their brains. Kind of okay, like you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, although, you know, Thirstwell, he's got some uh, he's got some money he likes to throw around. He's got some bodyguards and, you know, uh, he'll probably likely try to pay you off. So uh, don't do it, though. Don't trust him. All right? 
as soon as he gets an opportunity, he'll stab you in the back. As I've seen from you. All right. Um, Safe travels. And to you, good sir. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Mortlock. We'll miss you. I won't miss you. I don't even know your names. I introduced myself and you never said shit about your name. Oh. Actually, actually, Race, yeah, you mentioned the name of your team and I think you said everybody else's name, didn't you? Yeah. I take that back. I will miss you too, Bobby. Because <laughs> you're good it's friend. It's been an enjoyable you. time, hasn't it? <laughs> you're a brave warrior. If I had fought you and killed you, I would have been honored to vomit on you. <laughs> uh, same? I guess. Uh, right on, brother. Hey, you gotta use what works, you know what we're saying? <laughs> well, listen. Uh, go over there. He, men- he motions to the area where he said they keep their more valuable treasure. He's like, that's where they've been dumping the uh, the treasure chest that me brother Amrik has been uh, paying them with. Uh, you should just uh, take whatever's there, keep it for yourselves. Uh, it's too heavy for me to carry. There's a lot of that shit. Um, Taking his payment, I guess you could say, for saving me life. And uh, without that money, whatever's left of this cult's gonna just uh, fragment and disappear. With their leadership gone, yeah. the money gone, they won't really have any reason to keep doing what they're doing. Music to our ears, Mortlock. All right, and with that, he packs up his great club and walks out. (laughs) Whatever you need, remember us! (laughs) Hey, guys, I got to start prepping for another show. Yeah. All right, well, we take the treasure, and uh, we go back and rescue the tiefling. Oh, okay. Uh, Real quick, Brad, I know you got to go, but I just want to do a little sort of epilogue to the story because there's a nice cliffhanger at the end. Um, So first of all, you guys go back to where you left the tiefling lady and she's gone. Um, She just got up and left without you guys around. Uh, Second of all, after you gather up, first of all, you have to make a decision. You go to the treasure and you find that there is a significant amount of stuff here. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah. Um, so each chest weighs 25 pounds empty. There are four of these chests. So that's 100 pounds just of chest. Uh, and then the first one contains 4,500 pieces of copper and two red crystal vials with gold stoppers. They're potions, obviously. Um... So that chest weighs 70 pounds, all told. Uh, The second one contains 10 eye agates uh, scattered amidst 1,250 silver coins. This chest weighs 37 pounds. Then the third chest contains a delicate porcelain dragon mask resting on a bed of 2,400 copper and 500 silver. Weighs 55 pounds total. And then the final chest has um, five, what are these, spires? Uh, oh, oh, sorry, a bronze crown with five spires. Each spire is shaped and painted to resemble one of the five kinds of chromatic dragons. A black, mm. a blue, a green, a red, and a white. The crown weighs mm. two and a half pounds. Well, I'm still a bear. 
So I think it's 19 while I'm still now, there. Is this the big treasure room or is this the one that had crates in it? That's the big treasure room. Um, okay. The other smaller treasure room, uh, the crates basically have various stolen goods, uh, including 10 days worth of rations, a bag of 20 caltrops, three flasks of alchemist fire, six, six sets of manacles, four tinderboxes, nine daggers, and four potions of healing. Ooh, take the four potions of healing. I'll take the alchemist fire. Okay. Well, I, I'm a bear. I can't be choosy with tiny vials. We'll uh, we'll discuss the distribution of loot uh, later, but I'm I'm just curious what you're gonna do with these this treasure that's here. Can the bear well, get it? You know, carry this out before he turns into not bear. Um, takes me an hour. Uh, I have I've probably been in a bear for twenty minutes already. Okay, so I got forty minutes. You guys are gonna need to figure out a way to uh, strap the the chests to the bear. Do you have various rope? Do you have ropes? I do have rope. Okay. Yes. All right, so we'll say, you know, you spend 10 minutes strapping the chest to the bear. Uh, the bear can probably carry this without too much of an issue. Um, so, yeah, you guys make your way out of the dungeon. Yes. Uh, I also have uh, the, the carrying capacity of a large creature. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. We got this. Okay. So, as you guys finally climb out of this dank, nasty, horrible, bloody dungeon that you've been in for the past like three days uh you finally see sunlight um and you're in that courtyard uh right outside of the bathhouse breathing the fresh air when all of a sudden five figures leap down from the top of the courtyard wall to confront you in addition to their black leather armor they wear strange masks and cloaks that give each of them a vaguely dragon-like appearance. All five brandish curved steel blades reminiscent of dragon claws. The lead one approaches you, weapon drawn, and says, You're holding the treasure of our goddess. Relinquish it or die! And that's where we'll end. Oh, cliffhanger. Bitch, that was awesome. <laughs> Wait, before it ends, I fart really loudly. <laughs> can you give us can you give us a month to think about it? <laughs> sure, whatever. And that's the end of episode 14 of Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. And you are all caught up, so there will be no spoilers if you want to check out our live stream this Saturday. We'd love to have you. It's at twitch.com slash gamesocietypimps. We'll start at noon central time. Uh, this Saturday, May 30th, we'll pick up right where this episode left off. If you'd rather wait for the next episode of the podcast, that's cool, too. That'll be out on Monday, May 8th, so there will be a little bit of a lapse there. But if you want to check out the live stream, it's a blast. Uh, you can kind of communicate with us with messages. Uh, people buy us shots. If you want to donate to the show that way, you can do that. And, uh, of course, Patreon is always available for you to donate to uh, Rated RPG. It's patreon.com slash 
rated RPG to do that. And thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys make this show happen. Uh, special thanks again to Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen for vocal and musical contributions to the podcast. And thank you to Matt Sloan and Aaron Yanda of Blame Society Films for creating Rated RPG in the first place as an offshoot of their awesome show, Beer and Board Games. You can check out their channel, YouTube channel. It's uh, Blame Society Films. Tons of stuff for you to check out and watch there. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, we hope to see you or you see us this Saturday, May 30th, noon central time, twitch.com slash game society pimps.